0: you're thinking about everything that's happened in the past four years
1: I think I'm really gonna miss my friends
2: I'm gonna cry my eyes out on my graduation day we've been best friends for four years best friends since first grade
0: it's just yesterday I feel like you know I was a freshman
2: if I didn't have my friends I don't know what I would do So. It's-
3: future.
1: No stop y'all, to the beach y'all, the body rock y'all, the legs rock y'all,
4: no stop y'all, to the beach y'all, the body rock y'all, the legs rock y'all, no stop y'all, to the beach y'all, the body rock y'all, the legs rock y'all, no stop y'all, to the beach y'all, the body rock y'all, the legs rock y'all, no stop y'all, to the beach y'all, the body rock y'all, the legs
5: rock y'all
6: So this is happy hour. Pam has asked me to host for her and I was so very happy to do that. Only like a minute ago when I got here and everybody is so awesome and I was so happy to see everybody. It's been so long since I've been here. Like remember when I used to come? And I would pretend like I didn't know what day of the week it was. Wasn't that cute? Good times, good times. Anyway, uh, I I just wanted to work on some act outs. Um, Okay, act out number one. I know, right? Okay, so for our listening audience, I am in sign language telling the audience how much I love and appreciate them. Huh? (laughs) That's right. Spreading the love. No, seriously, I was flipping everybody off because I am just, I don't give a fuck. Like, this election has me for real not giving a fuck. I can't, I want to give a fuck and I give a fuck. I'm going to do a fucking thing about it, right? But I just don't give a fuck. Like I just I've lost my ability to give a fuck about like stuff that's meaningless to me. I just can't. Oh. Ashton, what do you think? It's okay, because I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That was going to be my response to whatever you said there, because I'm a professional. And <laughs> what? You want to go first? So Ginny, we had up first, but Ashton, Tate, is here. Awesome so um, I'm really five minutes is that cool yeah. I do I need to say you know get up and and come forward I'm ready to shake your hand now I'm not good at this I'm not good at this I'm ne- gentlemen. Yeah. the stylings of not Jenny but Ashton Woo! what's
7: up this is, uh, this is great. How m- how you doing in the back, my man? Good? Cool. I'm amazing. Doing great. Whew. Uh, was thinking recently, I think it's weird that, uh, whenever people see Jesus in their food, the food's always got a lot of carbs. You know, it's like bread, mashed potatoes. How come never a salad? Maybe, maybe get an appetizer. Uh... I was remembering something about my childhood recently, and that is uh, whenever I was with my dad at the mall, I think parents have a way of saying, let's meet back at a certain place, but they do it in a way that's like embarrassing. I don't know how it's, my dad would be like, hey, Ashton, let's uh, meet back here in an hour, and we'll meet over at Abercrombie Ampersand Fitch. And uh, if not that, we can go to that Asian surf shop, Soon. It's a pretty good spot. Also, my dad, he tries to stay current now by uh, texting, doing voice text to his girlfriend while we're in the room. It's very weird. It's like, you know, it's just, it's like a Morse code that you don't want to hear. So he'll he'll be like, hey, babe, period. Uh, How's it going? Question mark. No, I mean question mark, not question mark. And then he'll be like, Ashton, how do you delete this thing? all right backspace 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 backspace. it's just it's very it's a lot um man i think that uh whenever someone tells you about the one that got away i realize that the girl never leaves the guy because he's too good at telling stories um it's very uh i don't know it's it's like it's not they're not good stories um Sometimes I'll think like, man, what could I do? What she did to get out of this conversation? That'd be pretty cool. Like, oh, she slept with your friend. Uh, where's he? He left too. Ah, oh, God. Okay, this is not. This is, you're not helping me. I think you know how there's uh, you, you can buy like poor quality books. You get them at a cheaper price. That's obvious. But I think they should do that with audiobooks too. Like, you know. Instead of just having an old man narrate the book, they include that sound of him turning the page, and since he's old, they also include that sound of him like licking his finger before every page. It's like, mm, mm 17th century, uh, just, I don't know, it sounds kind of erotic when you add that, when you add that to it. Uh, went to a funeral, and I learned that uh, funerals nowadays, they have PowerPoint presentations to go along with your, uh, with your loss. They to to like show you they'll they'll show pictures of you with music and I realize that like I don't need to be a good person because nothing I do will like be better than me rock climbing a picture of me rock climbing you know that won't evoke like sadness as much as a picture of me rock climbing you know like you could be thinking like hey I think Ashton owed me like 500 bucks but if I'm there like <laughs> like that you're like uh you can keep it that's fine I don't need the, need the money back. Um, tried playing a Grand Theft Auto recently for the first time as an adult, and I uh, was playing it and just thinking, like, these cops are kind of just doing their job, you know. <laughs> like, uh, playing with my friends, you know, like, yeah, Frank, I know this game's unrealistic because this guy finished high school and he had a kid in marriage. So, technically, he shouldn't be fighting the law right now. This is uh this is a unrealistic game. Um so got uh I realize that um headphones when whenever I uh, walk up sometimes I'll I'll like see someone who I recognize and then I'll go up and poke them on the shoulder and start talking to them and then I I don't realize that they're wearing headphones until they turn around and I realize that when people take their headphones out it adds more drama to the thing that you're about to say it it hypes it up to a level that's not they'll be like oh god Ashton what, what's going on <laughs> and I'm like I was just gonna ask if I could you know borrow your headphones or something I don't know I just it. it's just it's not at that level of like uh, I think like the most it seems like whenever people get off a helicopter and they talk to one another whatever they say that seems like it's pretty important something you know whispering in someone's ear seems pretty important um what else is new with me? I uh found out that Valentine's Day is more romantic if you're overweight. It's uh it's cuz it's easier to surprise someone with flowers behind your back. It's it could be anything. It's uh, I think that's what loves all about. You never know what it could be. But all right, cool. I think uh I think dating will get easier when we're older. I think that's true. I think it's true because, like, you know, you could see multiple people at the same time and they'll never know because all old people smell the same. Um, think about it, you know, like, what's the only way you could get caught is if, like, you're seeing someone who has a walker and then your girlfriend comes home and she's like, hey, whose tennis ball is this? Because I use Wilson and this is a Spalding. Uh, so explain. Weird. Think that, um,. I think, uh, let's see. I think that's my time. Thank you guys so much. Have a good night. Thank you for supporting this.
6: Oh, my God. The fun never ends, you guys. Was that weird when he started telling the old guy joke and you walk right in? Like, I was like, this is crazy. Wasn't that cool? I, well, I know, I know, but that's, it's, but you, 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 it's not like you were moving fast, sir. (laughs) I mean, I really am super glad you're here. I'm not trying to, I just. I know, well, see, it's the spirit moving here. (laughs) It is, right as he was at the moment, it got most embarrassing for you. Like, that's what killed me. Anyway, thank you, Ashton. We do comedy. Would you consider getting up here at any point and, you know, telling a joke? Like, I have one that's kind of not that good. I'll float for you. And that way you can feel better about what you might bring to the table, right? So uh, how do you tell somebody on Facebook that there's too much self in their selfies? Is that a good joke? Oh, (laughs) See, that's not that good. That's not that good. (laughs) No, George. No, George. See, now we got to build up George. That's not, no. All right, sir. What's your name? Peter I you know see I was gonna say I don't give a fuck but that was I felt like too much because you didn't I had a whole bit about not giving a fuck before you got here and then see that would have been funny but I didn't want to hurt your feelings I was like no that's too much and I at the second but I was so distracted by that that I didn't hear you tell me your name what was your name, My name is Peter. Peter that's it that's it all right this is Matthew and George welcome and then oh we've got running the board what was your name again I'm Tyler. Tyler, thank you so much, Tyler. Yeah, I'm no so glad you're here too. Peter and Tyler, this is anyway. Yay. Um, so Jenny was supposed to go next, but she's not next. I mean she's not here. She's
1: also
6: not next. Yeah, well yes. That's just it. I, I skipped that part and jumped to the not next because But but that but that means Matthew's next, right? Or George. George, sorry, sorry, I can't see the list and I forgot. George
8: good evening everybody this is the weirdest night down here i've i'm playing to like just this lovely group of people who are like way too generous to spend any of their fucking time down here and i thank all of you guys because those dumb comedians got to get our fucking words out no matter what just to get an honest reaction so here we go I was thinking, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to save this for when Pam was here, but I don't give a fuck. Like, she always introduces me, <laughs> there you go, as um, a stalwart here at Mutiny Radio, George Davis, right? And I'm like, hey, I was going to run up here and be like, hey, who puts the stall in stalwart? Because I can slow a fucking show down like nobody's business. You know, Speaking of warts, guess who's got one next to his balls? This guy. Anyway, boom, you know, and then just keep moving, but. I didn't want to do that. (laughs) Anyway, oh yeah. um, Which one do I want to do first? Let's do, okay. I was thinking about accents um, the other day because I hate mine, because it sounds like I'm always talking out of the top of my nose because I sound stuffed up. You know, and um, I was thinking, God damn it, I hate my goddamn voice. But I was like, Well, there's worse fucking voices and like I uh, listen to some shit out of New York and they start doing that fucking I'm smart shit and I'm like, Oh Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I know. All right. You know what? I'd rather have my fucking voice than that bullshit. Because they're like a hair's breadth away from being lobotomized. Because, <laughs> so, you know, like, why are you fighting it so tough that you're so fucking intelligent? I'm smart. Look, our city never sleeps. We got bodegas and museums and shit. Uh, okay, guy. You don't protest too much. You're smart. We get it. All right? Slow down. But I'd still rather have this dumb accent than that fucking... Yeah, I just got to do uh, do my fake, uh, what's his face? Dice. <laughs> all you got to do is just think dice, you know, and then you go right into him, like, you know. That's what I wanted to do when I was younger, when I was first seeing him. And all that shit. That was fucking cool. Slide that lighter out. Anyway, made me buy a Zippo. Made my mother buy me a Zippo, actually, when I was like 16, that guy. It's like, my Ma. I'm 16. <laughs> know what I really need? <laughs> Start a Zippo collection. Oh, okay. That, that makes sense, you dumb fuck. And uh, that didn't work out because I kept losing them. But she, when she did get me the first one, she got me one with my name in it. and That was nice was Engraved and shit with a fucking US flag. I just remember the damn thing. I hadn't thought about it in fucking 20 years. George D. W. S. Anyway. Other thing. Today, well, I'm, I, I kind of half-assed work at the Muni, so I was like sitting on the Muni bus today, like this really crashed out, fucked up Muni bus, and um, I just like surveying it, because like when I say crashed out, I don't mean like, you know, it's got like the blunt deterioration all over the floors and fucking McDonald's bags and a smushed apple and a fucking banana under the seat and all that, I don't mean like that kind of gross. I mean gross like this bus, <laughs> This bus on one day was driving through the city, like a short bus, like the little 25, 30 footers. And this fucking thing, the brakes went out. So now this guy is on the bus like jamming on the brakes standing on the brakes and you know those fucking old people that get to stare at the bus driver must have hated every fucking second of this goddamn trip flying through the city on a fucking muni bus first off if you don't like i don't know oh you guys dumb for you listening the streets around here are very narrow okay (laughs) i was gonna say about as narrow as my ex-girlfriend's ass but that wasn't very nice But, um, and uh, you know my ex-girlfriend, so it wouldn't make any sense. But uh, I just was trying to imagine what the fuck it'd be like to be sitting on that fucking bus and like when those ladies went screaming into the side of that glass once the thing finally hit the produce truck with the jack down. Cause if that jack was up, it would have decapitated the driver, cut the fucking, the the poor produce asshole in half and fucked their whole world up. So I was doing this and I was talking to my boss, Mac, and I go, Mac, what the fuck's up with this bus? And he goes, and he tells me that dumb story I just told you, and I go, and, I, and then he goes, well, when he, well, I said, what happened when it ended? Because he said the wheels kept spinning into this fucking produce van. And I, he goes, well, he just ran out of the bus. Go, what the fuck, he didn't take the wires down? He goes, no, no. I go, what the fuck, man? Yeah, he goes, you know what else he didn't do? He didn't hit that candy-like red button that says stop everything directly on his left. Because that's the first thing I would have done if with an out-of-control bus in San Francisco. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. All right.
6: Dude, I wish I had a stop button. Like, to the left. Right? That's definitely, because I don't give a fuck what I want to do. Press the stop button, Matthew. The ginger stop button. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. All out. right, woo! Oh, is that, that's less smooth than before, huh? All right, Andrew, I mean, Matthew. Hey,
9: I'm uh, very happy to see you uh, coming around on the ginger thing, although he did say red button, that, uh, that you've, you've softened on, the, on your stance on the ginger thing. And I got to say, I got to warn you, I think if you say you don't give a fuck maybe 10, maybe 15 more times, it might start losing its edge. So you might want to pace yourself. Um, so yeah, I, I got a I show tomorrow I'm going to do. So should I do what I'm going to do there or should I just talk about some of the news things that I've picked up upon? Well, I mean, this is the blackest and most feminine audience by proportion that I've, I've, I've had to perform for, I mean... Yeah, uh, so well, I want to talk about some of the things in, in the news, like some of the cool things, get our minds off of you know how terrible things are. Talk about maybe abortion and some religion. Um, so uh, the Pope's made a few odd statements recently in the news. Uh, for example, oh, he's one, he's giving me the horn already. Can you believe this guy? I'm just kidding. so the 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 Pope was saying something about like with climate change that it's time to stop uh, praying and start looking to science to solve the problems. Like the Pope is saying this, like cause prayer doesn't work, I guess, cause there is no God. I mean the Pope advising us to, to look to science. Yeah. Great. And uh, on that note, the Pope also said that spreading fake news is uh, a sin. Spreading fake news is a sin. I mean, I I bet Galileo is rolling in his grave right now hearing that sort of information. I mean, spreading fake news. Like maybe, uh, you know, Rose from the Dead fake news or uh, Vengeful God fake news or you have to cut off the head of your penis fake news. Uh, What fake news are we talking about there, Frankie? I mean, holy shit. I can't, it's like he's totally admitting there is no God and there is no religion. And, like, talk about you know, one more seal, right? One more seal being broken open with the, uh, this, this, uh, this days after days after Trump becomes our generalissimo, our last president. Yeah, I'm actually kind of looking forward for the first season of Celebrity Apprentice the Presidency. I think it's going to be really riveting. I think it'll be really exciting. Uh, But also, so yeah, so moving smoothly on to abortion from there, uh, you know, these lawmakers keep on coming up with these fucking more and more insane rules about abortion. Uh, There are now some lawmakers trying to say that every aborted fetus has to have its own, uh, you know, funeral of some sort. I mean, does this guy have a cousin in the mortuary business or something? I mean... Is it just like an obvious money grab or something? And all these laws, they're also women-centric, you know? Uh, When are they going to start doing something like, you know, every sock full you have to have a memorial service? Do you guys, do you know what I mean by sock full? The guys know what I mean? By that, you know, that sock that you use to catch all your emissions? You know, you know what sock I'm talking about. So, ladies, I figured out what happens with that mismatched sock, how there's always one sock that's mismatched. It's a kind of evening wear that the men use for certain. All right, our audience just got a whole lot whiter. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm not afraid to go take a chance like that here at Mutiny Radio. Uh... Yeah, abortion. Yeah, so yeah, they gotta they gotta do some. They gotta they gotta start wearing that uh, their their religion on their sleeves. I think if they believe in all these, like, gotta you know have a, a funeral for the fetus and everything, and they gotta start carrying that sock around, and they gotta carry it around like an ascot or a really fucking sticky kerchief or something, and really like show the world that where they stand on abortion with their with their much maligned sock. So, yeah, I guess I have to talk about Trump because he's just made such news lately. He, uh, you know, I think you're taking the whole wrong outlook on, on Trump am being this is it. It's the end. And, you know, if, if, if there's one thing I learned from the Trump, uh, you know, candidacy, it's to double down. And since and since it, we're going down, let's double the fuck down on this going down. Let's sell off all the resources. Let's make Trump and his family rich oligarchs in Russia, which is really, you know, and, you know, let's bounce before we have to, you know, learn Mandarin and answer to our Chinese overlords, you know, as we're working in Apple factories. And you know we should do it while there's still fresh fish in the ocean. You know there's still fruit on the trees. This would be the best like end of life that we could have. You know we won't go. We won't go all senile and fall apart. It'll be four years like a party. You know we <laughs> can do four years. Uh, but where was I going? So yeah, Trump wants to uh, you know run the country like a business. He keeps on saying that. But I just heard that he is not going to submit a. Uh, a budget for his first year, you know, like a business. I mean, I mean, I mean, he runs a business like a fucking rich, pampered fuck, doesn't he? I mean, who needs a budget? I have the money to solve all my problems. You know, like, way to go, buddy. Uh, where else was I going with Trump? Yeah, I gotta say though, I think the liberal media has just been a little too hard on Trump. You know. They really were. I mean, everyone was all down on him for losing those nine hundred million dollars, you know, back in the day. But honestly, how do you expect him to hold on to nine hundred million dollars with those tiny, tiny hands? All right. That was an old one. Everything else was fresh. Uh, I, Trump had said something else that really struck me that I, I just can't come with. So maybe I should do Ginger Lives Matter as an homage to my friend. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. I can't squeeze, I can't squeeze. I I heard it. I can't squeeze it all into one minute anyway. You know, that's another thing too. I mean, I've already had the best years of my life. You know, I can't squeeze it all into a minute like I used to. You know, it takes longer at my age. So I'm kind of ready for this nice, slow downhill speeding up a little bit and... And we just bounce, you know? I mean, who can rely on millennials in the future anyway? I mean, they're deathly allergic to peanut butter and bread, you know? Now that they've canceled hypoallergenic soap, once these guys come into contact with actual dirt, there's going to be a huge die-off of their generation anyway. (coughs) So we may as well just appreciate what we've got. The next person that asks you, aren't you sad you didn't have children? You can say, No. I'm not. And we'll just live out the rest of our lives in a nice middle-aged party. I'm ready.
6: All right, everyone out there in Mutiny Land. Wow, Matthew, that was good stuff. I like it, I like it. And, And that was actually super inspirational for me. As a scholar, no, for real, as a scholar, because I love writing about the Mongols and something not muggles. I did not say muggles. I said Mongols. I don't. I'm tired. It's been a long week. I picked up my car from the tow yard right before I got here. So I don't know how I'm doing. Anyway. No, but so, so seriously. So the Pope saying, right, that it's a sin to, to you know, like you, Or no, no, sorry, that we should just pray, we should, we should stop praying for climate change and actually talk to the scientists. I mean, that's exactly what the Pope did in 1241 when he sent out like this friar, sorry, I'm bringing the room down. This is supposed to be comedy. Uh, this friar to check out the Mongols because the Mongols were, you know, just rampaging through Europe, like, killing everybody and so the pope was like well wait let's stop praying that the mongols aren't going to come kill us let's send somebody out to find out so i'm going to seriously use that in my shit like immediately that's going to be fun you or- no just the con i'm going to relate the concept because i go into the mongols and a lot yeah no that was good that was good i um Oh, God. So the, my week started though. So today I picked up my car from the tow yard. My week started with my stepdad, who I fucking, seriously, dude, I can't. I'm way, I was in the break room. I'm a lawyer. So I was in the break room on Monday uh, trying to take a nap as usual. And uh, my co, I said to my coworker, she's sitting there eating her lunch, and I'm like, you know, I don't I don't know if I'm being too much of like an entitled baby here, but I really can't stand my stepdad, and I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think it might be worth never seeing my mom again just to not see this dude again, right? Like, but it might be in a brat, right? I, and she was like, well, that sounds like a subject for therapy. I was like, the fuck? She... What I do for a living is cross-examine social workers and therapists. So I know what the fuck a therapy. I was like, oh, fucking passive-aggressive bitches. What the fuck? I just... uh. and so, so part of me was like so insulted that she would say something so basic to me, right? That I was, like, you know, inside going, like, the doy. Right? Because we can do that to Republicans now. Like, you can pretend to be retarded when you say the doy or whatever because that's how they communicate with people is through hate. So it's cool with Republicans. And I'm feeling like you can probably double down if it's, like, a handicapped Republican who voted for Trump. You're, like, free and clear to totally mimic and make fun of, right? So the other half of me is like, well, no, wait a minute, counsel, I'm gonna have to uh, agree to disagree with you on that one because what I understand therapy to be is uh, sitting across from a little bitch who's trying to pass off her personal opinion as a PhD, right, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be so completely harsh, but come on, it's really, really fucking close to that. So, if that's what therapy is, no, you're just enough of a little bitch. For me right now, it's just, like what, there's like a study, they did a study. Like at what point is it healthier to not see one parent again that you get along with in order to avoid ever seeing this other? Okay, so, so they're here Monday. Uh, Then we go out to dinner. He always buys bottles of wine because he has to demonstrate that he makes more money than me because he's a Republican surgeon, right? So he, that has to be clear throughout the entire evening. He's got everything covered. You know what kills me about parents like that is I don't know if you guys have ever had the opportunity to be the one who pays repeatedly. like, And in, in what could threaten to become indefinitely for these parents who like complain when their kids like make them pay every time. Have you guys ever tried that? anybody oh my god they'll let you do it for a couple of times and then it hits their ego and they just can't do it anymore then it's like this you know fight to the death for the check every single fucking time so anyway so I, so hey you're gonna buy me bottles of wine to prove you have more money than me I'm gonna drink more bottles of wine since <laughs> Prove I have a bigger drinking problem, too. Like, let's double down on that. Let me make you feel really fucking good about yourself by putting me down. Let's, hey, I'm for it. So, so then I come and try to do my podcast drunk. It was a disaster. That was Sunday. So Monday, they drive me to work. So so I, I do my podcast live right so I'm totally fucked up I totally fuck up the whole podcast whatever I did it for 20 minutes and I was like pulled the plug I was like this is I'm done I I'm gonna go home. To lawyer, I know I know I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again I I just I I got to the point in a sto- in the story where I had I needed to. I needed, I was relying on a callback to a piece of information I didn't put in earlier in the story. Does that make any sense? You know, you get to that moment and you're like, oh, this is all fucked. (laughs) Because now what I'm going to, my punchline is now no longer not only going to not be funny, but also not going to make sense. So, right. So I was like, okay, boom. So the next morning, he's like, oh, yeah, how's your podcast going? Are you still doing the podcast? I was like, dude you watched it live why are you asking me that you know I do you saw it last night it's just that you don't realize I know you saw it their names come up when you go live right you know who's live. you know who's in you don't know who, when and who is out at least as far as I can tell what the fuck I mean it was, I, f- I feel like I knew he was bullshitting me on that level you know what I mean? Like, I knew that level of bullshit was going down in our conversations in a way that I just could not prove. And I was like, yep, that's right. So we're having breakfast. Oh, he's a, he's a Republican surgeon, right? So, in the middle of eating, while we're eating, right, he says to me, um, Well, Asians are super racist. I'm like, oh, don't you mean Orientals, motherfucker? <laughs> what the? And the problem is I don't really know what to say to that because it's kind of true. Like there's a lot of really <laughs> super racist Asians out there. Like, so I was like, oh my, you, I just, so I put up and shut up. It eats me alive inside. I'm dead inside putting up and shutting up with it. it Cause if it was, if he was my real dad, I could be like, shut your fucking pie hole, idiot pumpkin pie hole Christmas is coming up. Don't be saying that out in public, right? But he's not my real dad. I fear retaliation against my mom for my, you know, challenging him, right? (laughs) Like, I don't know what he's going to yell at her in the car or whatever, right? (laughs) Fuck. I mean, so I'm I'm just totally, right? So I'm totally entitled, right? Like, that's totally entitled. I have no right to be Uh, Right? I mean it's not like he molested me Or something right I mean there was that one time
9: time. time.
6: But that was when I was like Super long time ago when I was 43 (laughs) Oh god No seriously It's I mean I can imagine like Molest must be confusing For like a little kid But when you're a 43 year old Super fucking confusing, especially for a lawyer, because you're like, wait, what? Seriously, imagine you, sir, your mom gets married, and tomorrow, the new stepdad, like, grazes too far down on the butt for too long, right? You're like, your butt, right? You'd be confused, dude. Dude, you would be hella fucking confused. That would take you a minute. You'd be like, what just happened? And it, so, okay, okay, no, I'm going to state his, the case, I think, in and put it in his mo- best light, right? So the, I break up my th- with my boyfriend, right? And he, the, my parents knew my boyfriend. We had spent holidays together, right? Break up with my boyfriend. I'm visiting my parents. We go to dinner, just the three of us, and he orders a bottle of wine, menage a trois. And I was like, ah, no, okay, no, I mean, oh, yeah. I wouldn't, know, uh, I would have made a different choice because it's just the three of us. I mean, but you can't really, there's not really, right? That's not, that's nothing, right? And then, like, the full body hugs started and it's like, oh, it's a little too much, a little, it's just a little, a little nothing. And then, the, and so I was like, see, I, I'm a sexual harassment lawyer. <laughs> Super confusing. I was like, this cannot be happening. This cannot be what, please, it's not. That's not, there's no way, right? Like, so I went through weeks and weeks of there is no way I'm totally misreading these cues, right? But the problem is, as a lawyer, I know that you got to say something early, 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 early on while there's still ambiguity. You need to give the person an out. You need to give the person an opportunity to vocalize. No, 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 no you misunderstood, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm certain I'm misreading this, but I, you know, I've had, I have trauma in my, I put it on me. I have trauma in my past. And so I just don't, you know, when the butt, the butt, and the hands, huh and you know, I just, you know, I just want to be really clear. God, I fucking cannot stand. Okay, here's the problem. My mom sits there looking at him like this. the whole time. <laughs> I just, I can't! I can't! I'm a total brat, right? Fuck! I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck! But I'm sure as fuck not gonna tell a therapist about that. I mean, you guys are a great bunch of little bitches! Right? You guys are the perfect bunch of little bitches ever! Peter! And you guys, we never got to meet. Oh Matthew, that is the point to saying I don't give a fuck over and over again because you really have to give a fuck. That's Not giving a fuck's not really an option, but I, so I feel like if I get it out of my system totally and completely, then I can get back to getting, giving a fuck, you know? <laughs> I can't not give a fuck! I got a bleeding heart! It's a liberal bleeding heart! It's just, like, spilling everywhere! I But I don't want to give a fuck. I want to be a badass. It doesn't give a fuck. Anyway, you guys want to come up? Are you comics? Uh, we've been here before, yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome! I, I, do. I, think you do. I was just killing time. And Peter, you're a comic? Peter, oh my God, Peter. Oh my God, I am so
10: proud to present Peter. How are you doing? Good, again Trina. Trina, all right, Trina. All right, um, what do I remember about jokes? I, rem- <laughs> I remember a line from a man named Bill Cosby, and he said, I started out as a child. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Okay, so I'm saying I started out as a child. And here I am in San Francisco. And um, uh, I was just walking by, and I saw this open door. And I said, sounds like a party in here. People are having fun. So I said, why don't I come in and see what's happening? So I sat there, and I just walked in. And I missed the line that he was saying, but it was about an old man coming in. And who walked in? An old man. So that was funny. (laughs) So um, as I think about what what is happening these days, and there's a whole lot of tension and anger and frustration in our political world because we just elected Donald Trump to be the next president of the United States. And there were rallies on the street, people walking by saying no Trump, fuck Trump, all that. But I'm thinking, as bad as Trump is, what was Hillary Clinton going to do for us? She talks like a real politician. She's so smooth, but the inside story, I think, about Hillary Clinton is that we would be moving toward World War III <laughs> if she got in, because she's in bed with the bankers. She has this thing about her emails where she has done some pretty mischievous things with her husband, Bill Clinton, who, <sighs> what do I remember about that? Well. There's a guy named Vince Foster that has passed away. And uh, what was the story behind him? Um, I understand from looking at the news lately that there's a man named... um, Anyway, Chelsea Clinton was trying (laughs) to do an inside job of cleaning up the Clinton Foundation. And the guy that was going to do that he has mysteriously disappeared. And he's been missing for 45 days, I think it is. So um, there was, um, I should go home and get my notes, but I didn't bring them because I didn't think I'd be given an opportunity to get up here and talk. (laughs) So I'm grateful for that. And um, let's see, what else? Can I tell you about myself a little bit more? All right, well, um, I am, uh, I live in a a place a little bit far away, it's actually on the other coast, Uh, say it's New Jersey, and um, I am out here in San Francisco because I have just become a grandfather for the first time to a little girl named Ella Josephine. And when I say that, everybody congratulates me. And I feel congratulated because I am very happy about that. Um, So anyway, um, that was the big reason for coming out here. But also, we have three adult children that live in the San Francisco area. And they all work for companies that you know of. One is called Google. One is called Airbnb and one is called the Internet Archive. Oh, yeah. so, all three of our kids picked up some brains along the way and I may have contributed to that, and I feel proud of that. But like, do you know what Airbnb, where that name came from? Uh, this will, I'll poll the audience here. What does that mean? B&B yeah. is bed and breakfast, that's correct. And what does air mean?
8: Flying, in? Yeah. Uh, fly fly in?
10: No, no. Any other ideas?
8: It's floating? No. No.
9: The guy was smoking a vape pen when he came with the idea, that was
10: the <laughs> no, 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 that's not it. It's very simple. It's a simple answer. You'll, you're going to laugh when you hear this. this. may be the best joke of the evening. <laughs> air means air mattress. Oh, I that. I and, and it was the fact that two guys had the idea that they wanted to make some money. So they said, why don't we rent out our room, call it a bed and breakfast, and our air mattress. And that simple idea has now become a billion-dollar company. Who would have thought of that? So could you have imagined that company could get so big? No. Nope. Wow. Does well, that, that mean that?
6: you one more minute
10: left? One more minute. Okay. Um, all right, so anyway, that's that's Airbnb. And Google. You know where the name Google come from? Yeah, the number of zeros. What? How many millions, thousands the of Google? Right? Something like that. Yeah. Ten to the power of
8: ten. And there you
10: go. Yeah, but my son. I'm going to boast a little bit here. My son actually works for. Um, uh, it's called Global Fishing Watch, and Google has partnered with Oceana and Skyview, where they have made a. A company to monitor the whole ocean. So they can monitor the fishing trawlers so they don't fish where they shouldn't be. So this is Google for good. And my son Brian is a part of that. So let's hear it for Brian. Another little thing about myself is that I have a fear of public speaking. And I have had a stuttering problem most of my life. And if you have seen the movie, The King's Speech, well, that was me. Many years ago, I could hardly talk. I could hardly say my name. But I have changed. I've matured. I actually have a degree in speech pathology, so I know about that. And then I went on to get a, I went to Emerson College in Boston, which is radio, broadcasting. And have you heard of Emerson College? It's a a communication school in Boston, and uh, I major in speech pathology there, but um, uh, so anyway, the King's Speech was about stuttering and learning how to not stutter. So I've since done, done that. Another big thing that helped me in my stuttering was that I was working with kids who have learning disabilities and ADD and stuff, and they were given Ritalin for their hyperactivity. And I heard about something called super blue-green algae, which grows in Upper Klamath Lake in Oregon. And I started to say, there's got to be a way to nourish the brain rather than medicate it with Ritalin. So I started taking this algae, and my stuttering went away. Whoa. Wow. And, and it actually changed my life. I volunteered to read in my church, and I was fluent. So that was big time. Oh. So, anyway, thank you very much for this wonderful opportunity to share my story.
6: Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you, Peter. You're Fantastic.
10: Okay. This is so cool. You
6: know, the thing, I, uh, true story, you know, I, th- I love that you said, what did you say that Bill Cosby said that? I started out as a child. I started out as a child. And his last album, which he published before the sex scandal, the last album was entitled "Far From Finished." I was like, "Oh, dude, yeah, you were like 13 months away from finished, dude. You were, whoa, poor guy. I feel. See, that would be that would be confusing. You'd be like, well, I was at Bill Cosby's house, but I don't, I don't know what happened.'" Do you know what happened, Danny T? You have some trauma that you want me to. You need me to some space. No, I'm here to work through that. Awesome! Come on up, Uh, Danny T. Let's hear all about Danny T.
4: So, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get into too much trauma tonight. Um, But uh, I mean, this was mildly traumatic today. Actually, it was. uh, I was just walking in Berkeley and. uh, past this house and this uh, tiny little dog. I don't know what type of dog it is. Uh, it's not a chihuahua. It's like a chihuahua but hairier. Uh, it was like a Polly Shore's dog in that movie, uh, Jury Duty, if that, anybody's seen that. But, uh, so it comes running at me, but one of its legs is fucked up, and it's like running like this at me and barking furiously. And the owner comes out and goes, oh, don't worry. It's harmless. Oh, OK. Thanks. I was shitting my pants there. Um, so let's see, I'm actually gonna pull this out so I remember everything. Uh, right. So let's see, uh, did you guys hear about Trump's new cabinet pick today for, uh, no, was the, it was the food, no the labor department, that's what it was, and it's the uh, guy from, the, like one of the uh, head of Carl's Jr., or something like that, Carl's Jr., Hardee's. And it just made me think like, based on his pick so far, is he like working from a truck stop in Indiana? <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, so now he's like, well, okay, now you've got to pick the uh, head of the transportation department. All right, all right. You over there. You drive a semi. <laughs> you must know a thing or two. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what he's thinking, honestly. Um, but it's pretty scary. Uh, you know, like, hate crime is, has gone up ever since he's been elected. It's, it's insane, right? I, uh... I got called a fag in Berkeley the other day. And, you know, I was with a friend and, and, you know, honestly, I wasn't that like, you know, I wasn't all that fazed by it. He was, he was like pretty blown away. Uh, Where I grew up in, I went to college in in, uh, Southern Ohio. So it was like, if I didn't get called a fag on like a Friday night, you know, I thought something was wrong. Like school wasn't in session apparently. I mean, I just thought, you know, it was like an endless, you know, loop of that coming out that, uh, but you know, it's okay. I I, I got used to the compliments. I I think I'm a fun, awesome guy too, so. (laughs)
5: Um,
4: But yeah, this hate crime thing is freaking scary. Like it's so bad now that apparently here in San Francisco, cops uh, are like working undercover. Have you guys heard about this? I I just can't imagine a cop trying to work undercover to fish out hate crime. They like just disguised as like a gay Muslim or something like Allah Akbar. Uh, what else we got here? <laughs> well, that was my best, so, uh, it's, it's all going downhill from here. Um, yeah. I've always been kind of uh, amazed by, like, what I call Christian graffiti. And, uh, the thing about Christian graffiti is they don't tend to use anything permanent, like spray paint, but they tend to, like, just write in the dirt of, like, dirty cars and things like that. And, uh, so I was driving down the freeway, and, uh, the back of the semi really really big they'd written Jesus will save you in like the dirty and uh and so I decided to like you know I'm not gonna I'm gonna try to think about like a real scenario why this would happen other than just like someone climbing up on a truck and, and just writing that for you know thinking that that's a way of you know proselytizing or something and so uh you know where my mind went was imagining like this like christian version of like the guys from lethal weapon or whatever and there's like a woman and she's been taken hostage in this car that's speeding down the freeway and they come up in their christian superhero car or whatever and they jump on the back of the the semi and write jesus will save you and then they leave that's all i got for tonight thank you so much
6: awesome danny t come back that's cool Next up, we have uh, Matt Detmar. Ken, hey, perfect. You want to put your name on the list? I mean, it seems unnecessary, I agree, but. It's been a weird night. It's been a weird night. Uh, what was it? Mark. No, no, come on up. Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh,
11: th- thank you, Trina, this is Donald Trump, uh, as a math teacher, all right, class. Under my administration, we're going to have a new math. No more negative numbers. From now on, it's only positive numbers. Negative numbers—they're bringing us down. It's very—it's—it's it's very depressing. It's very—it takes—it makes for a bad vibe. I think we need positive numbers from now on. We're going to count and. I think from now on because I, I want my administration to stand for make America great, so we only need to count in millions one million two million three million thank you very much um that was my best line um let me uh so when I started out doing comedy i I had a flip phone, which is funny um and uh so i would record all my bits on a you know like like you normally do uh, i had a i got a flip phone cuz i was too addicted to the screen of this and and now I'm, now i've got this thing again and i'm i'm addicted and like like everybody else but um so one of the things about getting a smartphone is you when you record yourself for your little ideas you can name the the ideas before i just had all these uh things so now i've got so i, I these notes aren't really so these are just random me talking to myself things. I've got. Let's, I'm just going to give you some titles. This is this one says "Shower Time." This one says um, we have an email crisis in this country. Uh, sort of. That's sort of a Hillary. Peter, you'd probably like that one because it's about Hillary's emails. Um, this this uh, guys and girls are the same. This one says this one's called "Pokey Fucking." This one says, new art, me peeing snaps. Okay, I can vaguely remember that one. I think that it's because um, I got I downloaded Snapchat somewhat recently for the first time. And I noticed, like, so I would look, you know, if you turn on Snapchat and you press a button, now all of a sudden you've got the camera on. And I would do that while I'm, like, sitting on the toilet. So, I'm, like, it seems too easy that you could accidentally, like, take a snap of yourself pissing, you know, like, because if you're just or and um so i was thinking that but maybe that if you just went with that and did it intentionally it could become a thing like there's probably maybe there's somebody who's famous for doing that already they're just like oh hey here's me pissing in the morning here's me pissing the afternoon here's me pissing in a public restroom i don't know just um so okay what some other ones so i've got note to self on t i guess that tdy i'm not sure what that is some of these are kind of creepy. I mean, there's definitely some creepy <laughs> things in here. So this one says suicidal resentments. That sounds funny. Um, <laughs> suck my dick. I don't know why. Why, why is that one in there? Um, the state of my pussy eating. That seems. That was seemed entertaining. I, but the last time, or one of the last times I remember eating pussy, I remember just being down there and just the view. You're so like, you know, these. you've got the two legs just dominating your life and that, in that moment. So are you like, lose the microphone. Like the, the microphone's not really necessary tonight. I noticed you were going without it, and it's kind of you know. I think you've got to have it, but you can sort of like use it in a different way. Like you just like. You All right, and we're back and we're back hello to all of you all of you listening on internet radio you're looking for yourself just fast forward it's not you just uh all right um let's see what else i got here in the the notes no i actually i'll i'll, I'll end on the uh i'll end on the one that i remember having in the notes so my name is mark Ditmer. uh people people have trouble with that name uh spe- um, just like have dimmer they don't some people have trouble saying the t uh ditmer say it's, it's fun to say when you just get into it it's, but anyway like it's D-I-T and people spell it wrong it's d i t double t m e r so like it's like why does it have two T? so i was just thinking i should get rid of one t so like so sometimes when i tell people my name like at a coffee shop i'll they say what name should i write on this i'm like it's for ditmer uh and i spell it with one t just to like make it easier and then um then i'm like you know if i changed i could change one more letter and it would be even easier i could say uh it's i could change the m to an l and then I'd, then I'd be Dittler. And I'd be like, you know, and I'd just say, uh, yeah, it's, this is, it's Dittler, uh, rhymes with Hitler. And then, then that would, you know, how much easier would my life be? But, you know, I don't know if that's a decision I would want to make. I don't know. It's, it's not even fucking taboo anymore. It's like cool in some weird 4chan message rooms. All right, well, I think that's my time. Thanks, Trina. Thanks, everybody.
6: Awesome, Mark. All right, one more, and then uh, Mike Spiegelman is gonna be doing a show from seven to eight. Um, but next up, we've got Ken Suzuki. How you doing, Ken? So, if you don't mind me saying, I feel like as uh, I, I I I don't mean to like stereotype people, right? But once I realize that you are half japanese and half white right and i also know that your last name is suzuki i make the assumption that you are most likely into white chicks is that a fair assumption to make into white chicks yes we all have we all have we all have let's go back let's go back let's go let's go back to the question Yes, Uh, another... uh, Wow, you're so good at stating the obvious. (laughs) That's my favorite thing. You know, it might be a subject for therapy. (laughs) I mean, that's just... I mean, is that a fair, like, hmm, probably... You don't have a type? Yeah. What about when you were younger? Like, before, like, your, your first... If you like when you were, or I mean, is that totally unfair of me to even make the assumption? Though. Makes sense. Would you assume that? Assume that about a chick? Maybe under the. I mean. Because no, no, I, I mean, I want to be more sensible about it. I honestly do not want to be one of the assholes. I really don't. And I just. You're. I mean, you're, you're uh huh.
12: I think for most
6: people, maybe you never know though because there's also opposites you know what I mean there's definitely a biological drive to opposite right like the more mixed the, the you know genetic DNA the, the the better right so well like your parents well I will- well let's do it coming to the stage ken suzuki who comes in all different colors
12: thank you thank you that was one of the most interactive uh, introductions i've ever had folks. yes i don't have to say anything so i'm um, donald trump i thinking about i've been thinking a lot about him lately now i gotta Am I the only one that's been thinking about his dick a lot lately, though? Like I've been, one, I've been wondering, is his dick the same color as the rest of his body? You know, does it look like it comes in either puffed, crunchy, or uh, flaming hot? Like it was manufactured by Frito-Lay, a subsidiary of PepsiCo? These are the things that I have to, And he's been making all these appointments lately. Uh, there's been controversy. He's appointed someone named Elaine Chao. Transportation secretary for this country. Now, no offense, but is the do we really want female Asian driver in charge of transportation? I mean, or really an Asian at all? Did we not learn anything from Malaysian Airlines? Did it teach us nothing? I'm just saying, folks. I'm just saying, you got to think about these things. You got you got to stay woke, folks. Gotta stay woke. Stay, what? <laughs> Stay woke. Why is it the people that use the, Why is it people that use that term unironically are the same people that you want to put down? I mean, so put to sleep. Fuck that joke up. Oh, what do you guys look for in your potential sexual partners? Huh? What do you guys look for? is you guys look at the breast, do you look at ass, do you look at feet, you know? You're a freaky like that? I'll tell you what I look for: the brain. Yeah, that's right. I like them smart. Like I'm smart. Because when a smart person goes down on you, you know they got a plan. The game of getting off, it's just like chess, folks. It's just like chess. You gotta think three moves ahead. Gotta think three moves ahead. But I don't judge anybody on the color of their skin, you know, be they orange, black, white, yellow, because they have gout. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all come white. we're We're all goopy, creamy. We're all really different flavors of jelly donuts, you know? Some of us are sprinkled. Some of us are glazed. Some of us like to be glazed. At the end of the day, it's the cream that counts. But chocolate donuts do taste better, though. I mean, really. Don't they? Don't they? What I call when I nut in a black chick, I call it making a ho-ho. Note check. No. Let's talk about things that are overrated. Let's talk about things. I don't know if anybody wants to say this. Let's talk about turkey. Turkey, yeah. Turkey is the most overrated of all the Na- a- NATO allied states, all right? Oh, it's the, it's, the adopted, it's the adopted one that Asia rejected didn't want, so Europe is like, I guess. Oh, look at me, I have a couch named after my empire. Oh, what have you done for me lately, Turkey? What have you done for me lately? That joke makes no sense. Now, Edward Snowden, let's talk about him. Uh, because of him, we now know the NSA spying us uh, on us, right? Yeah, they're listening to our phones. They can see us through their, our webcams now. They can see us through our webcams. Don't you think all that free cam work we've been giving them deserves at least a little tax write-off? You know, for services rendered and provided. Sometimes when I'm jacking off, I like to look into the camera and just give them a little wink to let them know I'm giving them a show. All right, stay woke, folks.
6: All right, you guys have been an amazing, amazing audience. The next hour is going to be a sketch comedy uh, troupe. I'm sorry, we, we, Ken was our last. Were oh, you I'm here sorry. to, the guys? I'm so sorry. Uh, but no, it's going to totally be worth it because we've got Great Difficulties, Sketchfest coming up right now. Alyssa sitting outside. Come on up, Mike Spiegelman.
3: Mike <laughs> Spiegelman. <coughs>
13: Candy.
14: Somebody answer their phone. All right, cool. Uh We are the uh, testing, 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 testing. Oh, great! Thank you. All right, thanks. Hi, we're the the Great Difficulties. (laughs) We we have a show next month, but we're going to do it in its entirety. For free for you right now so there's no point to go reading Do,
13: for extra humor if you if you are
14: listening to this uh, don't go to the show it's $15 that's a lot of money uh, there's well, it'll other be a groups. Lot better than this though yeah. so.
13: okay
14: I am acting I'm acting I'm acting and I'm singing I'm acting in a singing voice right, I'm a character, here I am. I'm I'm doing a bit of acting business on stage. (sighs) Hi everybody, I'm Mike Spiegelman, public figure. Perhaps you've seen my page on internet, (laughs) the number one self-promotional tool of the year 20XX. I'm here to tell you about a very important event that will be occurring in my life like eating a sandwich, or I'm at a location, or I feel a certain way about a certain politician, or I'm not meaning to brag, but I have a great life, or politics again. (laughs) But first, a couple jokes about salad. So a man walks into a salad.
13: No, 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 no.
14: Hey, 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 why are you yelling? What are you, some kind of dick?
13: I'm making your show better and an unfunny mess, by forcing you to respond in real time to evolving situations.
14: That's not making it better, that's making it improv. <laughs> what are you, some kind of acting coach, or master writer, or some other kind of expert?
13: I'm not an expert, I'm an internet expert. Hi, I'm Dick Peter Johnson, CEO of Rupter. The hyper gross venture wax startup whose app disrupts live performances and teaches writers, performers, and audiences how to hate everything they are seeing.
14: <laughs> Why would a non expert be teaching a person with experience how to do anything?
13: <laughs> it's called crowd worsing
14: Crowd worsening?
13: <laughs> worsing.
14: Worsing? Oh, well, that's a funny word.
13: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wordplay is fun. <laughs> Colin,
14: hey, you know what? This is great. I, I think the show's going really great. Yeah, man. Woof! This is yeah. a great
13: show. You were being really funny, Mike. Uh, this is a, a great cold open.
14: It's more like a gold open, am I right? <laughs> uh,
13: <laughs> gold uh, open. That's funny. Yeah,
14: yeah, we should put an intro here.
13: Okay, let's put an intro. I like that. Uh, let's just do it. All right. Just like, uh, yeah, like a big uh razzmatazz-y fun theme song. Live from right in front of you, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> All right, uh. Welcome to Newsish, the online news show you'll believe because chemtrails. <laughs> Left, right, wrong, not enough people care, it's fake. News for a post-fact world. With your host, two, two-time Self-Regard Award winner, Rand Alexson. Brought to you by REGARD, the selfie trademarking attention keeper. Make sure you get all the likes your persona merits. Guard your REGARD with REGARD. (laughs) And our partner series, Maximum Life. Cut to Maximum Life commercial. Do you want to live life to the max? Space dive off an orbiting asteroid. Eat your way across a city in the throes of a race riot. Perform battlefield surgery with little or no training. Take a group of hungry toddlers on a long hike. Live life to the max. Maximum life. I'm Dick Janus, trust fund biz school grad who launched several tech startups and always dumped my stock before they maximally crashed and had maximum perfect timing and made maximum money. It's a maximum coincidence. But life isn't just about being rich and dabbling in rich high-powered things. It's not enough to be a VC funder, entrepreneur, capo-warist, and canine marriage counselor. I like to live every second to the extreme of reality. I like to live life to the maximum, and I want you to come with me, so you'll be inspired to do the same, or at least be really jealous of me. Live life to the- Oh my God, I'm being killed! Ah! Now back to Newsmax. I am Rand Alexson and I'm a red-faced man broadcasting from his basement. That's how you know I am not compromised by any special interests, except for the corporations in my head. <laughs> now here's something I heard. The liberal recount finds that Trump numbers were inflated and there were numerous instances of voter suppression, but Trump tweeted it was sad and wrong, so the proof is a lie. Lamestream media is just trying to inform you and apprise you with the base facts from the dark god science. Elsewhere in race relations, BLM is merging with KKK to create BLM, AKA KABLOOM. <laughs> You see the way the buildings are melting? The great Lord Trump brings forth his alternate truth through the doorway. <laughs> Elsewhere, in economy, a man in a Guy Fawkes mask was yelling on a street corner about chemtrails and vaccines, and he was asked to be quiet. The dark hand of Clinton at play. Now, Julian Assange. I don't really do anything these days. I did my job right, Vladimir. He is my boy. He's a great American. Oh, hello, Donald. You dirty rat. Hi, uh, you old sly dog. I got a...
14: Uh, that's a terrible Trump.
13: Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, I guess, who really cares? It's basically what he deserves, huh? (laughs) And now, we take you to a uh, public men's restroom. Men's restroom. I hope that wasn't a piece of sketch I need later. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Spiegelman. A public men's restroom. Oh, yeah, oof. Ah, feels so great to pee. I love peeing. The only thing missing is my phone. Huh, feels so great to hand surf. I love hand surfing. <laughs> ah, cute little cat photo. Share. Uh, now over to HuffPo. What? Someone somewhere did something I'm outraged about. I am expressing my outrage in this comment field. Now, let me check my Ashley Madison inbox. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, hey. Hey, hey, asshole. Who me? Yeah, you. What? You were looking. What? Yeah, I saw you. You were looking. No, no I wasn't. Yes, you were. I I saw you. Saw me what? Saw you looking. Looking at what? Don't act coy. I saw you looking. You were staring right at my phone. What? Are you looking at my phone? No. Don't you fucking lie to me. I saw you go to the urinal next to me and sidle up and cast your eyes aside and look down at my phone.
14: No, I wasn't.
13: Yes, you were. You were looking at my phone.
14: No, I was looking at your dick.
13: Bullshit, you were. Look at my dick now. Look at it. You're not looking. Uh,
14: I was. Oh, Hey, I was looking at your curvy penis.
13: Oh, that's the curvy penis on my phone.
14: Okay, I'll look at your penis.
13: That's disgusting, man.
14: Disgusting? Disgusting? You're on the phone in a public restroom and I'm the one who's disgusting? Jesus, 15 years ago, you would have to smuggle reading material under your shirt in a stall, and now, not only reading on the toilet acceptable, it's okay to jerk off.
13: You still use paper media for that? That does it. I'm sick of you invading my private life and reading my screen. Show some respect. That's it. I'm socially shaming. This guy is looking at my screen in the public restroom. His name is Rod, and he lives at 56 Scumbag Lane. Here's his dick. Send... You sent that off on Twitter? No way. Stupid rage is better for Facebook. Oh, whoa! Three hundred people say you shouldn't be looking at my phone or dick, but a hundred people say I can't expect phone or dick privacy. I'm millennials.
14: Yeah, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just starting bullying the John. and you're the first one on it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Hey, I just got a tweet for one million dollars from traditional publishing house. <laughs> Oh, wow. They're launching an e-pamphlet based on my Tumblr and it's already a New York Times flash seller.
13: Flash seller? That's a lot of tech terms. Wow. Wow. A lot of new words. And the hilarious breakout viral video of two guys arguing while peeing got over a hundred trillion views and helped us land this gig as co-hosts of Good Potty America. The morning podcast set in a public bathroom.
14: It's streaming every second
13: of every day. <laughs> up next, step off, bitch, the rage cast about two women fighting on a subway car. The
14: passengers barely notice. <laughs> <laughs> Good
13: potty America. 10 days later.
14: Hi, welcome back to Good Potty America.
13: Eh, we have nothing to follow up our hit uh, bit with. <laughs> now we're we're not artists, nor entertainers.
14: How would we know that a single topic podcast would not hold any interest? I don't know. Uh, Where do we go? Where do we go for now? I mean, what's her punishment? Uh, Oh. Well, I'm scared.
13: There's a giant space mirror coming to us. Ah! Ah! Giant space mirror. The the two idiots come and get sucked into the space mirror. All right. uh, Which one am I? You're Rick. Thank God. The setting? A suburban office lobby. Enter Rick. Uh, white male with guns.
14: You liberal cowards. I'm the warrior for babies. No more murdered babies. Only murdered adults. Because that's somehow that makes sense.
13: Oh, you infidels. <laughs> Allah Akbar. I strike out at the Vile West. No more just everything, because I just hate it.
14: Wait a minute, buddy. This is my act of shooting.
13: Uh, No, no, no. I've been uh, planning on actively shooting this place for months. But I was actively shooting here first. But my shooting is more active since I am running and jumping. Yours is more like a sedentary shooting.
14: Can't you just actively shoot up someplace else? I mean, why do you have to target my targets?
13: I don't even get it. You are white and American. Why would you actively shoot up this place?
14: This place is filled with liberals, and it's against God. No, it is
13: against my God. God. No, my god! No, mine! Mm. Wait a minute, Rick, is that you?
14: Yeah, I, I, yes, is hey, is that you? Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, I didn't recognize you with your shaved head. Yeah, see, I'm surprised seeing you're shooting up The Office. I mean, you never seem like a terrorist. Huh, you always kind of did. White like guy. <laughs>
13: But why aren't you wearing a mask? I'm wearing a mask. Well, it's
14: kind of my white privilege not to wear a mask. I'll probably be arrested, but you'll definitely be killed. I'm, I'm considered more of a militia.
13: Uh, actually, brah, I'm an American and was born uh, in SoCal. I just got radicalized on LiveSpace and went to Saudi Arabia and stayed at the Radical Sun Hotel. <laughs> 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 then I adopted this accent, sort of like how Madonna became British after living in London for a weekend.
14: But well, why are you actively shooting up the office? I mean, you always seem so mellow. You live the American dream, five SUVs, a 200-inch TV,
13: three bathrooms inside your three bathrooms. Uh, My act of shooting is kind of a workplace rage plus a nod to terrorism thrown in. Even some dystopian tech future kind of stuff, you know, like, I'm disconnected from my fellow man and play too many video games and my mind is frazzled. I'm waiting for the singularity. It's all a conspiracy. You know, that kind of thing. It's kind of a fun jihadi jumble.
14: Yes, I see. So you like certain stuff, but then you're upset that you like it and you don't want anyone else to like it, so your answer is to kill people. That sounds like a great solution.
13: <laughs> yes, I guess we have way more in common than we thought. We should just work together. Uh, but let's make sure we sink on one issue who is definitely the devilest of the devils. The, the Jews. Jews. All right, the Jews.
14: Dude, we can totally do this. Uh my Oops, my gun fell into Sandy's blood. It's ruined.
13: Oh, no problem. Guns delivered free in an hour with Amazon Prime Target. Oh, well, let's go kill some in, uh, libfidels. Oh. Hey,
14: you want to see my bunker? It's made of human skin.
13: Oh, uh, sure. Let me show you my bomb factory. It has a fridge with an Isis Cube dispenser. Oh, <laughs> Isis Cube. <laughs> this season on network, our, uh, this uh, launch date on platform, it's the Death Friends, sponsored by the NR Anals. Enter George Siegel. Hi, I'm George Siegel from Films of the 1970s and TV's Just Shoot Me.
14: And uh, I'm uh, Elliot Gould uh, from George Siegel Films of the 1970s. Uh,
13: Hopefully, the dramatization you've just seen has been both eye-opening and rib-tickling, but it also has a serious message. We have to find the common ground and help each other hide behind desks and walls during the inevitable workplace shooting.
14: Yeah, well, hey, we got a, we got a great show uh, tonight. Lauren has Fleetwood Mac as a musical guest. And later on, uh, George Siegel will be in here uh, with Elliot Gould. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back.
13: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. All right, the setting. Oh, oh. the setting uh, uh, the great difficulties brought to you by progressive.com
14: at progressive.com we show you the competitors' skip prices ad in and five, versus our four, prices three, when you can hey look
13: don't skip the ad don't skip the two, ad don't skip ad one uh, skip ad fuck uh, our, our next sketch takes place at a girl's birthday party <clears throat> uh, hi i'm emma's dad you must be emma's dad
14: Yes, that's right. My daughter is also named Emma.
13: Huh. Funny how our daughters have the most popular name of 2006, according to babysitter.com. Uh,
14: Emma was so excited today. She couldn't wait to go to your daughter's 10th birthday party, 10-year-old birthday.
13: Uh, no, this party isn't for Emma. It's for her friend Emma. Oh, Emma from Girl Scouts. No, you must be thinking of Emma. Uh. The birthday girl is from Code Bootcamp Extreme Kids. Oh, that Emma. Yeah, she's pretty
14: smart. Well, that that may explain why she's having a birthday party inside a toy store. Uh,
13: this isn't a toy store. What are you talking about? The complete strategist isn't a toy store, it's a game store. Well, what's, what's the difference? What's the difference? Well, one sells toys, the other games. Uh, oh, like board games? Uh, yes, like tabletop board games. Uh, I didn't say tabletop board games. That's not Uh, what I said. They also sell trading card games, strategic dice games, and role-playing games. Just not board games, card games, dice games, or games. Well, it looks like the kids are having fun. Let's play a tabletop board game. Don't call it that. Here's one. Settlers of Catan. Uh, It sounds complicated. Oh, Settlers of Catan is a classic tabletop board game. Named number one tabletop board game according to the Tabletop Board Game Magazine's tabletop board games of all time. If you say tabletop one more time, let's play. All right.
14: I'm having trouble opening it.
13: Emma's dad, take it easy. I'll open that for you. hmm. Oh. oh, there must be a way to open that Settlers of Catan box.
14: Well, I know. Let's watch an unpacking video. Oh. No, let's watch it. You're watching the Unpacking Video channel on YouTube
13: Red. YouTube Red is an ad free YouTube brought to you by Taco Bell. Back again, with, back again with another unpacking video where I record myself opening brand new consumer products. Today we open a box of Settlers of Catan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, baby. Oh, that's it, it smells so good. Getting off on consumption,
14: oh. You're watching Ad-Free YouTube, brought to you
13: by Lisa Mattresses. Oh, forget that unpacking video, I'll read the box. Contents one box of the settlers of Catan one instruction card for opening the box to the settlers of Catan
14: Read the instruction card
13: your armada arrives to uncharted lands lands that shall be named Catan Beware because there are other fearless seafarers adventure awaits as soon as you can open the box Read the other side of the the instruction card how to open box a number of players needed one or more Time, 30 seconds. Age required... Enough! I'm just going to open this box my way. (laughs) The box shot me! I know, Emma's dad. I planned it this way.
14: Wait, why, Emma's dad?
13: I'll tell you why I rigged that Settlers of Catan box to shoot you. For you see... I am a settler of Catan! What? It's true. My family, after a long voyage of great deprivation, finally reached the coast of an uncharted island. Oh, I'm losing blood. I wanted to call the island Cool Isle, but no, a vote was taken, and Catan it was. I opened a bar and settled it. You can say we were settlers of Catan.
14: Oh, there's no reason to shoot me. Oh, wait, wait, I gotta go. Emma just ate a peanut. Uh,
13: I'll see you at the next party. Oh, uh, yeah, you bet. That, uh... Oh, wait, here. What is it? Uh, it's a gift from me to you. It's the board game Sorry. Are you trying to tell me you're sorry? No. Our next sketch takes place in a diner. What it'll be, hon? I'll have two poached eggs on toast. One Adam and
14: Eve on a raft! What will you
13: have? I'll have a plain hamburger with a salad.
14: Burn one on the high roof, high and dry. <laughs> Feed it in an alley.
13: Uh, what about you? Oh, wow, this waitress lingo is awesome. I'll have an open-faced chili burger well done with onions and ketchup and fries. Fatty
14: wants the special! Our next sketch takes place in a science lab.
13: Inject lab rats.
14: Injecting.
13: Release lab rats.
14: Releasing.
13: Uh, They changed the layout of the maze. I wonder where the scientists hid the cheese this time. I am so high as shit right now. Oh, there's the maze, straight ahead. There's the exit, I mean, straight ahead. You sure? The GPS says take two rights. You know, this pill is making us talk. Uh, Do you know what this means?
14: Yeah, I was told we were testing sugar substitutes.
13: No, it means our intelligence is growing. Whatever the scientists gave us today taught us, taught me how to write. Look. Hello, I'm a rat.
14: Same here.
13: Hi, AF. Are we clones?
14: Are we clones? Stop Stop fucking fucking with me!
13: I guess. Do you think today's sample makes us travel through time? You look ill. What do you want?
14: Uh, I I, I stole some scientist coke from her purse.
13: That was mine! I'll kill you!
14: Oh, uh, oh, oh, playing Pokemon Go, trying to catch Squirtle.
13: But you don't even have a phone. Fuck, I am so wasted right now. Uh, Does the sugar substitute taste funny?
14: Yeah, That's ironic, because sugar substitute tastes funny to begin
13: with. And now, it's the birthday dads. Oh, hi, I'm Emma's dad. You must be Emma's dad as well.
14: That's right. My daughter is also named Emma.
13: Funny how your daughter, our daughters together have the most popular name in 2006, according to babysitter.com.
14: Oh, Emma was so excited, she couldn't wait to go to your daughter's 10th birthday party.
13: No, this party isn't for Emma. It's for her friend, Emma. From Girl Scouts? No, you must be thinking of Emma. The birthday girl is from Code Breaking Boot Camp, Code Boot Camp Extreme Kids. Wait a minute. Have we met before? I think so. Uh, was it at Emma's birthday party?
3: Yeah. Oh.
13: <laughs> All right. Setting an urban coffee house. It's Phil's. <clears throat> uh, okay, there. Uh, okay. Who am I? The, the You're barista. the barista? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, there. Okay, there. Uh, you go and make sure, taste that, and make sure it's great.
14: Yeah, okay, thanks.
13: Wait, wait, so you can't leave Phil's without telling us it's great? Security! Weep, weep. Oh, sir, are you trying to leave Phil's without telling us it's great?
14: Well, I just don't want... I mean, it's fine. I bought a cup of coffee. Who cares? What?
13: A cup of coffee? It's Phil's. It's a cup of experience, of identity. Who the fuck are you?
14: No one. You know, it's just not my favorite cup of coffee.
13: Wait, it's not great? It's okay. It's not great. Huh. Uh, Hey, guys, it's not great. Uh, Shh. Jada, Jada. Ah! Phil's, tell us it's great. Meanwhile, back at comedy, sketch comedy HQ. Have you ever read this one, Spiegelman? Uh, I'm reading it now. <laughs> right. Uh. It's going to be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> uh, by the way, you're... Lester. you're yeah. Oh, because you were going to do a bit with less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. but you never uh, wanted to. Yeah, so you had to, to go mistake. slum to me. All right. No, I just no, want okay. to try this bit out after all these years. Okay. Hey, Spiegs, I went grocery shopping. Great. I'm famished. What do you get to eat? Shit crow and humble pie. Oh, uh, we always eat that. And scene. Hello, everyone. I'm Colin, and I'm feigning supreme confidence.
14: Hi, I'm Les. Uh, hey, you oh, oh, right, yeah. I was supposed to be Les Milton. I'm I'm Mike Speakman, and I'm feeling I'm feigning consciousness. <laughs> Welcome to our hostage standoff situation.
13: Uh, he means performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How was everyone tonight? You all doing good?
14: No, no, no. no let's not do that. Do what? We're not going to pander.
13: Hey, now this audience is way too great to fall for pandering. Am I right, guys? Yeah.
14: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're starting a new sketch group. Am I? You were going to start a new sketch group with Les? Just read this thing. If it's easier for you Uh, to say your name is Les, that's fine. Keep it as Les. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to start a new sketch group. And my partner Colin here, he comes from a background of stand-up comedy. You see, ladies and gentlemen, not only do stand-up comedians not care how you're doing, they frequently hate you and resent your demands that you make upon them.
13: Oh, it's more of a loathing. Ladies and gentlemen, we're starting a sketch group and my partner here, Spiegelman, comes from a sketch comedy or a theater background. And so he neither hates you nor does he give a shit how you're doing. He simply prefers to act as if you don't exist and continually, mentally masturbate in a world of his own creation. I fear you. Yes. But it's alright. We're doing sketches. We don't have to hate, fear, or care at all anymore. <laughs> Not caring is the new thing! Whatever. Hey, let's talk about our sketch group. Alright. I don't want to aim for greatness. Uh, we should best be mediocre so we have some small chance of success. Well, fuck. Uh, what should we call ourselves? Uh, the zipper pills. Uh, the zipper pills. Uh, the, no, the, the pills. The Crusty nims. The 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 sandwiches. The mission, the Florida 21st. This place. This place. This place. This place, this, this place. This place yeah, is good. This place. Let's call. Uh, it's hard hard to think of names, huh? Yeah. Wait, where am I? Series of stupid oh, names. Oh, right. Sorry, guys. Yeah.
14: It's always a great difficulty putting together an endeavor that saps life energy and plays little in return. <laughs> I need to deliver this line as some sort of character.
13: Ding, 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 diddle, 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 You're playing a Tin Pan Alley tune. Oh, no, you don't. You're not going to outact me. If you're delivering your lines like a jaunty Tin Pan Alley pianist, then I'm going to be an Old West cowboy shaving in a piece of broken mirror.
14: Well, if I'm not going to be a Tin Pan Alley uh, pianist, I'm an Old West saloon pianist trying to play while a bar fight erupts around me. Don't what bar fight? Why, you son of a bitch, you dropped them cards?
13: Fellas, he's been holding an ace up his sleeve. <laughs> Why, fellas, uh, wouldn't you know I must have, uh, what the, uh, who the, uh, ah, shit. Dun, 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 diddle, 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 Ah, it seems that you... Uh, ch- it, now, Spiegelman returns
14: as a Shaolin monk. I'm a Shaolin monk. It appears that you have two hands, yet... And thumbs. Who the heck are you, Chinaman? I, Shaolin Warrior, who hunt rich white devil, Vicker Trazen.
13: I'm hunting Drazen, too. I'm a U.S. Marshal, Paranormal Comedy Division. We believe Drazen is using infernal machines to open the various gateways of hell. Hmm. Ding!
14: Ancient proverb says we work together, even kill us.
13: Even if kill us oh no. Yeah yeah, it's release meets west stuff. Duck. Peking duck. Oh
14: A few of Hell's are opening.
13: We gotta stop the infernal machines. Heck, you probably made some. Huh. A right. Chinaman has a gun and a gunman. What a pair. Allow me to introduce my pretties. Monsters erupt and there's a big fight. Drazen, when this is over, you're going to hells.
14: How wrong you wait to use that rind.
13: Wrong time, Sing Ding. Here's another one. I got a feeling this is gonna be some hells of an adventure. Oh, All
14: right, well, this is uh, where the animated title sequence is supposed to come bursting forward. It's not coming forward.
13: Um, oh, it's coming forward. We're not uh, ready. We're not ready. Hello, I am Michael Kane. And this is my associate, Francis. Hi, everybody. How are you? Now, to make it in today's world, you need to have a job. And to get work, you can't choke during a job interview. Let's discuss the do's and don'ts of job interviews.
14: <clears throat> Thank you, Mr. Kane, for coming for this interview. Um, seems like I don't have your resume on my desk.
13: What's a resume? Well, a resume lists previous job experience. Well, I once drank my father's entire stock of Remy Martin, including all of his liquor. Well, I I see. Well, why do you want to work for my company? Now, this question is the most important question of the day. Relax, take a deep breath, and above all, remain confident. (sighs) Are you talking to me?
14: Yeah. Why do you want to work for my company?
13: My goal is to steal from your company. I'd start small with pieces of paper and pencils and uh, little paper clips, stuff like that. And I'd work my way up to office, furniture, and computers. I've been stalking your wife for months. I see. Security. Now, go in for the kill. Hang on there, Francis. I've saved the best for last. Hire me, and I'll give you free bacon. <laughs>
14: you mean Nathaniel Bacon, the 17th century colonial leader?
13: No, not Nathaniel Bacon. I'm talking fried strips of mouth-watering pork Bacon? Bacon. I love bacon. Each piece will be fried, sizzling bacon, baconing with bickeningy bacon goodness. I, I can't stand it. I, I, I gotta have it. You're hired. Remember, in the art of the deal, everything goes better with bacon. Here's another example. Try some sausage.
14: No, my religion forbids me.
13: I'll place bacon on top. Deal. Bacon is also featured in every one of the blockbusters from the summer of 1998, including Armageddon starring Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. There's a 4,000-ton rocket bacon headed right for Earth, kid. Open up the cargo bay doors and put out a giant paper towel, huh? I can't,
14: I can't do it!
13: Oh, you can do it, come on.
14: No, no, I I can't do it. I'm Ben Affleck, I'm a terrible actor. Oh, no, you're okay, kid, you can do it, huh? You know, uh, I did win an Oscar. Hey, what are you trying
13: to say, huh?
14: I'm just saying, out of the two people in the spaceship, I have an Oscar.
13: Oh, you motherfucker. Look at me. I'm racking back and forth. I'm squinching my face up. I'm, I'm fucking acting, huh? All
14: right, all right. I see it. Chill out, you old man.
13: You motherfucker. Oh, Not my face. Bacon, bacon, bacon. bacony bacon, bacon. Bacon. I'd slap my mum for some bacon. Bacon tastes good. Bacon must die mock me. I know. <laughs> bacon must die mock me? Bacon tastes good. It sure does, Francis. It sure
14: bloody does. So remember, the next time you're at a job interview or life experience, bring along the gold, the crispy fried pork gold bacon. bacon. I Let's love get some bacon. Let's bacon right Let's now, get some bacon Francis. Right now, yeah wow we did a gold opening and a gold closing yeah you guys we want to thank you and your patience yeah thanks for doing that uh we're performing on uh inauguration day uh, but you'll probably be watching tv and not want to go out and have a good time so uh yeah yeah. thank you thank you thank you very much thank you muni thank you audio
6: Mike, Mike, Mike. You were, uh, we thought you were gonna go until eight, Mike. You have the, this is your hot mic. You have two hot mics for another 30 minutes. What do you, yeah, you wanna do a set? At least one. Well, I'm, I'm gonna start bringing people up to do sets. Or are they outside? We gotta find them, yeah. Cause nobody, uh, so my stuff, so. I'm, uh, I'm 47, and I'm um, single, and I don't have any kids, and when you're 47, and you're single, and you don't have any kids, people will tell you to your face, uh, you should get a cat, right? Because but it's, I'm too young, I'm too young, I'm too young to be an old cat lady, I'm not ready, it's not my time, I'm not, I'm not ready, I'm not, Patrick, I'm not ready, it's, uh, so, look. here's the thing, so I have a cat now, but I did not, I did not adopt this cat, this cat adopted me, okay, i uh, i was i was living in a compartment complex and there was all these stray cats all over the place and uh right like there's like the tough cats i mean the cats everywhere there was like a cat in heat every other night i swear to god this is not i think i'm underestimating how often there was cats in heat in this place right fights heat everything there's the tough cats that controlled the inner courtyard my cat was relegated to like the outer perimeter, that was her turf, clearly, and, uh, and she was uh, at my b- I was not preparing to do any of this, and so I'm forgetting the setups and punchlines, setups and punchlines. Okay, so what's the difference between a cat person and a dog person, Mike? What? A cat person can take emotional abuse, a dog person can take a licking in the face. Am I right? I hear dogs sit at the door and wait for their owner to come home. My cat sits at the door and waits for me to leave. Looking at me like, don't you have any friends? Don't have to have a dog to go to the park, bitch. Am I right? So I'm I'm living in this apartment complex. This, this cat is at my back door one night. Um, and... I let her in because why not? Let's see where this goes. She rolls in like we all roll into like the nicest hotel room you've ever been in. Like, oh, yeah, I could get used to this place. This is this is oh, yeah, right. Um, she's like, yeah, let's 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 order room service. I'll take the Friskies Ocean Feast and the uh, bottle of your Alexander Valley Strauss Farm vitamin D milk. Right? Where else do I go with that story? So, so yeah, well, because she was, and I, you know, I felt for her because she was like, apparent, I found out later that whoever lived in my apartment before me had just totally abandoned her. And my landlord, I don't know why my landlord didn't say something like, you know, you know that cat that's out back. She used to live in your apartment and those people abandoned her. I would totally let her. she It was a whole year she would not let me touch her. A whole year I would walk out the back to the trash and she would meow, rub up on stuff, but would not let me touch her. So I was like, okay, fine, bitch. I don't need to pay you. I got stuff to do. We don't need to, I'm not trying to force myself to pet a cat. I'm just taking the trash out. So, uh, so yeah, so she didn't, she didn't have, so, it, oh yeah, Patrick, I'm going to bring you up. I'm so sorry. I don't, did you, do you want to do a set? Okay. You're just, so I'll get to the rest of this story after I want it's a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. Carl, what was it, Carl? No, it wasn't. You're bullshitting me. We both know that's a lie, Carl the fuck you can't be honest with me for a second holy shit i don't give a fuck i really i don't give a fuck i don't even want to know now you know what i mean like that's where we're at because patrick is coming up to the stage let's do this patrick
3: thanks guys uh yes yeah, so this is the first time that i've uh, done some stand-up i couldn't couldn't picture a better place to do it just uh, mostly guys a sparse audience Just got brought up by a woman who uncannily resembles Lisa Simpson. Um, A guy who looked just like Willem Dafoe just left. Like, Strangely similar to Willem Dafoe. I thought he was just the requisite Spider-Man villain in-house at this radio station. I think um, the scariest thing that someone has ever said to me as I was about to black out was just... Bye-bye. Like, that's the last thing I clearly remembered, like, which is mostly scary because how did he time that just perfectly? How did he know when the memories were just going to start turning to mud in my brain? But he got it. Um, so uh, I think about time travel a lot, as you do. Um, and I think it would be really cool to go back in time and I always think that it would be nice to go back uh, to the 80s, a decade that I did not really get to enjoy uh, to the fullest, mostly because I was a sperm Um, but uh, then there's also the possibility that I would uh, run into my uh, young newly married parents if I uh, went to the late 80s, early 90s Um, and in that, that fantasy scenario I always end up getting into an altercation with my father. Um, And uh, it's weird at first, but then I realized I could kick the shit out of 23-year-old my dad. Like, I've got 25 pounds on that skinny bitch. It wouldn't even be close. He'd be down in a second. Uh, I grew up around him. I knew all his weaknesses. His ankles are shot. I would just put one blow right there. He'd be down. He'd be a goner. My pregnant mom would be just be standing aside at gas. She'd have one arm around her stomach to protect her unborn child. She doesn't know it's the same guy kicking her husband's ass. Oh, my God. That scenario is almost better, though, if I go back and start a fight with my dad and he kicks my ass. Because then my dad's a hero because he has fended off his pregnant wife from this anonymous assailant. Um, but he's also unknowingly committed child abuse, um, which, uh, is awesome in a reverse Oedipus sort of way. Um, I started, um... Working out a little bit more in a different way, I started powerlifting. Um, and I used to do cycling and triathlon, so this is a really big change because I uh, forgot that uh, being hungry wasn't the natural state of a human being. Like I thought when I was doing cycling that you just went from starving back to hungry to starving back again in a very beautiful limbo. Um, but in fact, uh, you can uh, eat enough to not be starving all the time um i remember um when i was really young being preemptively sad at the thought of bill cosby's death not anymore not anymore that's not really a problem anymore um and uh, like uh, i'm not saying i want more beloved celebrities to just commit deplorable acts but um I'm sure that it would save me some future heartache if Tom Hanks would just light up an orphanage any given day. Not say I, not saying I want that, but it would it would save me some personal heartache. Um, everyone here looks like a very nice person, um, very nice collection of people in the mission of San Francisco. Like I don't think that you could actually if we if we pulled the room, come up with very offensive thoughts, um, like. Like you, what do you think the most? What's the most offensive thing you can think of right now? Shout it out! You got the alcohol in your hands, so you yes. can you can just attribute it to that. Uh, pile, of dead babies. pile of dead babies. I think you can do better. Don't you don't have to say it. I'll read your mind. Oh, let's see. Slow mo footage of 9/11 sinks to its raining men. Oh my god! Wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was very. That was way back there, but uh, we got it out. Wow. Yeah. Uh why is love always the secret ingredient in cooking? Like, are we missing out on a full spectrum of emotional culinary arts? Um I want to taste some embarrassment omelet and some some cake of despair. I think that, you know, there's there's just a full range that we haven't experienced yet and I think that that's worth investing in. Um <laughs> You know, that's all I got for right now. Thank you, guys. I'm going to turn it back.
6: Okay. That was all happy hours got for right now. Thank you so much, Tyson. You are amazing. I, I want you to run my board for me some other time, too. No We're gonna problem. We're going to definitely have just to. Just next
0: time, I'm, I'm Tyler.
6: And, oh, I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. I look like a Tyson.
6: No, I just... <laughs> I'm horrible with names. I really am. You would not believe. I. I. You don't understand. I write about people in history, and I wrote a lot about a really cool woman, um, Emma Goldman. Have you heard of Emma Goldman? She was like an anarchist. Like the second paper I wrote, I misspelled her name the entire paper. <laughs> it was like I've already written about her, how do I still not know how to spell her name? I'm so sorry. It's
0: okay. They just told me I couldn't make a comedian blush, so I had Oh, to prove wrong. see,
6: there we go. Thank you. A win somehow. Thank you so much. That is so sweet of you for carving out a win out of my total disaster. Hey, so wait a minute. So 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 you are going to be promoting a show?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. So, um, I I figured since I'm sticking around here that I would, I would plug this, um, because it is for a good cause. Um, I'm throwing a benefit show at the Honey Hive Gallery. That's uh, off of 47th and Judah in the Sunset District. It's tomorrow. It's $10 donations at the door. It's going to be four DJs. um, I'll be performing as well as uh, another uh, local rapper named Baby Chris, huge advocate for the LGBTQ uh, community. Um, 100% of the proceeds are going towards um, the surviving uh, residents of Ghost Ship, Uh, A lot of people were displaced, lost everything in the fire, and so we're working closely with the residents as well as the attorney that's handing the allocation of funds um, to make this a success. Um, We're having a raffle, everything from tattoos to barbecue to free alcoholic drinks. down in the Sunset District, um, all of those proceeds are going to those victims. Uh, if you guys would like to come out, again, that's at the Honey Hive Gallery. Um, starts at 8 o'clock, $10 at the door. That what was day it. was it? Uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow, 8 yeah.
6: o'clock, Honey yeah. Hive Gallery. All ages, awesome. too. Say that again?
0: All ages. So okay. Anybody can come.
6: Fantastic. All right. That's that was awesome. it. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And um, Patrick... Your first time here, and I accidentally stole you off Alyssa's list, and we were fighting about it outside i I know I'm super intimidating, so she backed down. But just so you know, you had like two hosts fighting over you on your first time, right? I felt like I needed to share that because this has been a great show. You guys have been a great audience and um, Alyssa is going to start a little bit earlier. We're just filling in for Pam and doing the best we can and everybody's going to get up and it's going to be so much fun with Alyssa. What's your last name? Wonderland. Yes. Wonder- see, I like Wonderland better. Have you thought about changing it? Wouldn't that be cool? Sounds Alyssa like in Wonderland. Sounds like a stripper name. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Alyssa, <laughs> Wusterland. Wust- Westerland? Worcestershire. <laughs> Come on up. I, I'm not good at this. Like I, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you
1: guys. Uh, my name is actually Alyssa Westerlund. Uh, but my porn name is Alyssa Wonderfuck. Uh, so you can Google that. And uh, my other... Um, no, they do call me Alice in Wonderland, Alyssa in Wonderland, all that stuff. And this show has my name in the title. It's called Alyssa Westerland Takes Over Mutiny. Oh, boy. I just like that that's what... Pam wrote she was like is gonna take over I'm taking over and I got stuff to talk about I'm gonna talk about shame we're gonna get a lot of people on this stage I'm gonna make people tell jokes that don't want to tell jokes it's gonna happen I'm really sorry Dave uh, but I'm taking over and you're in my house right now okay this is my house and in my house uh, even if it's just a minute Dave you're getting on stage You're getting on stage. Sorry. That's what's going to happen. It's a sparse crowd. It's an open mic. No one came. It's okay. We're going to do our best. Uh, Anyway, so I got a lot of shame, you guys. I got a lot of shame. I'm a bleeder. I am a bleeder. Uh, I'm on day 15 right now. So you know what that means. I'm not pregnant. Um, And uh, definitely don't trust me because I should be dead. I... (laughs) Should be dead Um, But yeah, no, I'm a bleeder and I've had multiple abortions, right? I've had multiple abortions It's a lot of shame just those two things right there, Uh, but I had to you know get a cherry on top of that and uh, the thing that I'm really really ashamed of The thing that kind of gets me every time is that uh, I told the man that I love that I love him in a Facebook message and he gave me a big blue, yeah, so a lot of shame, a lot of shame. But I am seeing a new guy. He uh, He's very sweet. I think he's sweet. I don't know. Uh, the first night I spent at his house, he said, Alyssa, we're not going to have sex. And I said, thank you. Thank you. Anyway, he's very sweet. Um, we haven't we haven't had sex, but we've been doing a lot of dry humping. Or uh, I think that's what the kids call it, right? It's uh, it's a, it's underrated, and uh, it's not very dry, right? It uh, gets pretty wet. Stephen, shut the fuck up! I'm not fulfilling your dumb fantasy for my joke. Wait for the punchline. Don't step on me. Okay, thank you. So yeah, it's uh, not very dry. It gets pretty wet, Um, but anyway, uh, it's a lot of fun. I found out I snore, I mean, I knew that, but um, he's got this totally different life, you know, like he works in the tech industry. He's got this thing called Amazon Prime. You can just get anything instantly delivered to your home. It's crazy, he got nose strips delivered in the middle of the night, Um, so you know he's considerate. And he also threw in some toothbrushes, (laughs) so I live there now. anyway you guys I hate men I say it every time I hate men oh and by the way Trish I didn't think we were fighting I didn't think that was a fight I just thought wow this woman is more hyper than I am and she's like really intimidated by the prospect of running this show right now and I don't give a fuck I was like this is mutiny you guys I'm gonna make all these bitches tell jokes even if they already did it Um, they, they want to we're all attention whores we all need so much attention it's so pathetic adult children of narcissists yes all baby boomers are narcissists oh my god these fucking freaks and they're they're complaining they're they're still complaining about us i'm like dude you're lucky you're lucky that we're not all murderers <laughs> like i mean anyway uh a lot of psychopaths is what i'm trying to say there's a lot of psychopaths and sociopaths running around out there i might be one of them but i've convinced myself i understand empathy <laughs> um, Okay, uh, so what do I want to talk about? Oh, well, okay, so my mom's crazy, right? Or at least that's what they said. Uh, She did some weird shit. Like, she wouldn't let me wear makeup when I was a little girl. I mean, like, when I got older and everybody was wearing makeup, like, even in my teens, I couldn't wear makeup. I couldn't shave my legs. I couldn't use hair products. And um, But then she would take me shopping for, like, thongs at Fredericks of Hollywood. It was like, okay, like, I still can't wear mascara, but I can wear a thong. Like, this is weird, mom. And, you know, and I'm like, please just let my sh- me shave my legs. And she's like, no, honey, but, you know, your nipples are really light pink. Like, they're really light. I mean, you know, we can do something about that. There, are, <laughs> There are supplements you can take that will make your areolas darker, right? And uh, you know she wanted me to look like her or something, like brown nipples. And I am just like, whoa, mom. Okay, so I still can't wear mascara. And I finally figured it out. I finally figured it out. Mom was actually on my side. She was really on my side. You know, uh, she, she, she wanted me to have great sex. She just didn't want me to be a whore. And uh, so I have brown nipples now, you guys. I have brown nipples. Anyway, I don't wear bras. Um, I don't wear bras because I hate eye contact. This is really bad. Um, but people think that I'm trying to make a feminist statement. You know that this is—that's what this is about. And it's not about feminism. It's about freedom. Oh, yeah. And I got itty bitty titties, man. Like, what the fuck am I doing with a bra on? You know, they—they they hurt. This isn't about feminism. This is about my own personal comfort and my own aesthetic preferences. Because I think this shit looks good. <laughs> it does. It does and I, I don't shave my armpits because I'm busy yeah. again not about feminism you know like I didn't get that abortion to make a feminist statement Yeah, I just don't like the way kids look and it was it was like it was really rough it was like going on a 20-mile hike I couldn't share on Instagram but I did go Facebook live um, pretty amazing actually 100 million views <laughs> That's the only way you're going to see my vagina, you guys, is if uh, abortion is coming out of it. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did porn at some point. (laughs) Um, (coughs) um, Okay, where was I going to go with that? Oh, population control. You guys, how you feel about it? You guys, yeah? yeah, you're on? I mean, you should all be down for population control. There's no fucking parking. Except maybe in Missouri. I don't know if there's parking in Missouri. I fucking can't find any here. Uh, but none of us are diehard about population control. Like, we're, we're not gonna kill ourselves, right? No? Okay. Well, if you do kill yourself, I get your parking spot. I'm not gonna kill myself either, but I figure I should get a tax break for that last abortion. It's like, I'm doing my part, you guys. I'm lowering my carbon footprint. You know, because those tiny little feet, they get bigger. They get bigger. Uh, So I've had people tell me that that joke is very upsetting. Men, in particular, say that joke is very upsetting because uh, a lot of guys are really traumatized when the women they're with get abortions. I'm like, well, you know what else is really traumatizing? Fatherhood. (laughs) Or at least it was for my dad. And yes, I have daddy issues, okay? I just never got that love and support like most of us because we're here, right? Like, I didn't get that love. I just wanted my dad to love me the way the US loves Israel. Unconditionally. Despite all the dead babies. Um, so I am gonna be your host tonight. We are gonna have fun. We are gonna do the damn thing. Okay, I will, uh, I think everyone should say something nice about Pam if they feel like it, because the woman is a badass. She enables all of us to, you know, to, to try at our dreams. Um, and that's a good thing, because failure's not the enemy, you guys. Fear is. Um, anyway, we got this guy coming back. He just hosted a show here, but he, he can't get enough. So we're gonna bring him up right now. I need to make it loud for Ken Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Thank you.
12: Just did this set I have a feeling I might forget it. All right. So, am I the only one here wondering about Donald Trump's dick? Like thinking, you know, is it the same color as the rest of his body? Yeah, like it's available in like, pu- as puffed, crunchy, or flaming hot. Like it's been produced or manufactured by Frito-Lays, a subsidiary of PepsiCo, you know. He's, becoming, he's been in the news lately because of all the appointments he's making to his cabinet, all right. Uh, the most recent one I heard about was he appointed a woman named Elaine Cho to be transportation secretary for the country. Do we really want a female Asian driver in charge of transportation? I mean really, I mean, or an Asian period, have we learned nothing from Malaysian Airlines? Have we learned nothing from that incident? I'm just saying, folks, I'm just saying. Just gotta think, mm-hmm. gotta stay woke. You have got to stay woke, folks.